Today we're going to discuss uh, trace mineral supplementation in calves. And I think uh, just before we start looking at different slides, I would like to just set the tone with the difference between a calf and a mature animal with regards to supp trace supplement uh, intake. If we look at a mature animal, a mature animal will actually consume trace minerals from at least three different sources. In mature cattle, we have water contributing significantly to trace mineral intake. We have the actual forages that these cattle are grazing that'll contribute. And then any other supplements that they're exposed to, whether these are designed to be free choice uh, trace mineral or full mineral supplements, or whether we're looking at a protein or energy supplement, which also contains trace mineral. So with mature cattle, there's a couple of different places where they can actually access trace mineral. And uh, we'll have this discussion later, but they also, all three of those sources may actually be sources of antagonists, which may contribute to the tie-up of the minerals we actually want to drive into those cattle. Now, when we consider a calf, and it changes with age, calves are completely different because if we look at a recently born calf, its number one intake meal is going to be colostrum. So it will have contribution from colostrum and colostrum do contain a little bit of mineral. After colostrum, the cow will stop producing colostrum and she will change over to milk. And the beef cow's milk is unfortunately very, very poor in all the essential trace minerals. And that has a negative impact on calf levels over time. Now, at some point, the calf will start nibbling and it's going to start uh, consuming grass. It'll consume a little bit of supplement. But until we forcibly wean that calf, uh, milk is actually going to be the major contributor in nutrition to that calf. So just bear that in mind that calves are not as easy to orally supplement than a mature animal would be. Now, how can we circumvent that? Well, we can change the technology that we use to supplement and actually consider using an injectable trace mineral. So when we look at Multima 90, what is it? It is an injectable, very fast acting source of zinc, selenium, copper, manganese. And when we mention fast acting, it means that these trace minerals actually reach a peak in the blood of these cattle within 8 to 10 hours after we inject this product. So it works very, very fast. And I think it's good to actually look at why would we inject Multima 90 in calves and what are the reasons for in, uh, you know, putting it in at very specific time points. So let's review the different time points at which calves may be at risk with having an imbalance on these trace minerals. And it actually could start as early on as birth. Uh, the reality is that a baby calf once it is born, the mineral package that is inside that calf all comes from the dam. So it comes from either the heifer or the cow that just gave birth to this calf. And it depends 100% on that female. So if we had any imbalances like drought or high exposure to antagonists in that female animal, this calf will mirror that. Now, to contribute to that, the 
white blood cells that actually protect that calf from uh, infection shortly after birth uh, has a dysfunction early on in life. And we need to get those calves over that hump. And these white blood cells actually require at least selenium, copper, and zinc uh, in adequate levels to become adequate in protecting that calf from disease. And then as I recently said, uh, the reason why this calf is not going to repair itself very rapidly and get the levels replaced and up to a high level is because of the nutrients that it is actually ingesting. Uh, cow's milk is notoriously low in all essential trace minerals. So why is it critical at birth? Why, why does the calf need it? Well, number one is at this point, the calf cannot be, hasn't been vaccinated. So what is protecting that calf just after birth, in those first couple of days, first couple of hours, is the innate immune system. So these are cells that the dear Lord gives us all to protect us from disease, otherwise we would all die. They work very fast, they're in us the whole time, but that calf relies on that 100% just shortly in that period shortly after birth. So that innate immune system requires these minerals to prevent that calf from succumbing to scours or respiratory disease very shortly after birth. Secondly, especially in uh, colder environments, when a calf is born, uh, the calf actually gets uh, supplemented through the cow and the calf will actually, inside its body, produce uh, a lot of brown adipose tissue or brown fat. And that brown fat is what is going to help that calf to maintain body temperature after birth. And the, to drive that heat production in colder environments shortly after birth, that calf is going to need adequate levels of selenium, copper, and iodine. So it's critically important, especially in colder environments, that we make sure that these calves are born with the correct level of trace minerals. And as I said, when we support the innate immune system, we can actually control, or the calf can control, contracting pneumonia, scours, and uh, ear infections. And then obviously this calf is going to grow at a rapid rate. It's going to produce more bone, more skin, more organ tissue, and all of that growth requires additional trace minerals as well. As well. So critical that at birth, we need to be very sure that we've done a great job of having either a well-supplemented calf born, or we have an intervention that we can do to actually supplement that calf uh, at that very young age. A second area which is very critical, and I think uh, definitely on the, on the beef side, is, is, is truly, truly non-negotiable, is considering these mineral levels in these calves at branding or first vaccination. And I want to really focus on first vaccination, because if we look at these calves at a 60 to 90 day old time point, and we're going to administer a vaccine to this calf, we have a completely different animal than when it was born. Uh, Chris Branham did a really fantastic study at uh, Texas A&M where he tracked these calves from birth uh, up to uh, weaning and round about that day 56-60 these calves will have burned through three quarters of the selenium, copper and zinc that it they were born with. So they have a natural tendency to grow out of these trace minerals and because they're consuming milk they can't replace it at a fast enough rate. Now, what are we going to do now? We're going to add a, add a vaccination to this calf 
And once we put that vaccine in there, that vaccine will take mineral levels from here and drop them down because the immune system is actually utilizing those, vac those trace minerals to produce uh, protective mechanisms. Why is that important to know? Well, very often I get uh, cattlemen that will talk to me and say, listen, we vaccinated these calves and you won't believe it. We had summer pneumonia. Two, three, four months after we vaccinated these cattle, they get, they, we had a, a, an outbreak. Now, how does that happen? Well, we took a perfectly good vaccine and we put it into a perfectly unprepared calf. The calf didn't have the minerals to respond. What happened? Well, because it was low, the vaccine response was poor. However, there was a response, so it actually moved those trace mineral labels even lower. And unfortunately, the reality that we're faced with is now that when they got challenged late summer, we had those calves with poor immunity and poor minerals to overcome the disease, and they all got sick. So just bear that in mind that we actually have a technology that at first vaccination, we can combine with a vaccine and actually help that calf to mount a better immune response. At this point, these trace minerals are critical for health, maintaining the health status of those cattle. It's important for growth, and as we just discussed, absolutely critical for a proper vaccine response. The third area where we need to consider the mineral status of calves is at weaning, and especially if we're going to consider preconditioning. Uh, weaning is the second most stressful point in bovine life cycle. The only thing that is more stressful than weaning is a cow actually giving birth to a calf. So if we look at what happens at weaning, number one, we're removing that calf from the cow, so we have a social total social disruption in that calf's life. We're changing the total diet of that calf. There will be no more access to milk. And number two, that calf now has to go find an alternate source of nutrition, and now it's competing with other calves at that feed bunk. So it is a, a pretty significant change that that calf will go through. And unfortunately, whenever we impose these high stresses on cattle, they will have an increase for trace mineral demand. And, you know, as we just discussed, you know, weaning coincides with reduced feed intake. That calf's not going to quickly fix itself because it's just being taken off milk and put on a solid diet. Uh, just beware that it's going to take a little bit of time for that calf to fix itself. Now, if we impose vaccines on this calf in a preconditioning program, just be very aware that, you know, we may have an issue with trace minerals and those calves may not have enough to respond to that vaccine. So at weaning, you know, we're, we're definitely looking at health as a number one because the highest incidence of respiratory disease in beef calves happens at or just after weaning. Uh, definitely for growth following weaning, we need these minerals. And again, if we're going to put a vaccine into a calf at weaning, very, very critical to make sure that we have enough trace minerals in these calves. Now, very often, when we are at weaning time, uh, we're dealing with the wean calves as one group, but at the same time, we are actually working with the cows or the females uh, performing pregnancy diagnosis. So I just wanted to revisit this deal on why it is important to consider injecting a pregnant cows and heifers. And I think the number one issue here lies in the fact that that calf is a murder of the cow. So if we have an opportunity to touch the cow at PrickCheck, 
and actually supplement this cow, we will provide enough mineral for this calf to be born in a well-supplemented status. At the same time, if we're performing pregnancy diagnosis, if we have an open cow that we're going to sell, just don't, vac don't inject her. You know, you save that money and you actually convert that animal into cash flow. But it is an opportune point to actually put that product into the cow and supplement the calf at the same time. Um, you can also uh, move this out as close to 30 days before calving. Uh, we just need enough time for these cows to actually transfer the injected mineral into the baby calf. Uh, one other point I just want to mention here is that if we do neglect these animals through drought management practices or you know, overexposure to antagonists, just be aware that there are at least two minerals, copper and selenium, which uh, if they are depleted enough, it might actually, that severe deficiency may actually result in abortion storms where you actually get a, a abortion of the, the pregnant fetus. Just to put it in perspective and look at it from a dollar perspective, um, if we look at the label dose of a CC per 200 pounds for a mature cow, considering a thousand pound cow, uh, a dose of Multimin will equate to five cc's of product and to supplement the cow and her calf is going to cost you less than $3 at that time point. Now, if we just go back and review what happens in that calf, I want to kind of split the immune system into two parts. Firstly, I want to review a little bit of research just focusing on the innate immune system, the, the system that that calf is born with and that we can actually support to protect it from uh, different diseases. So the study here was uh, done by Cornell, dairy calf study, uh, very nice high number, seven, uh, nine, uh, 790 well-supplemented calves. Uh, these calves were treated with Multimin uh, within the first three days of birth and again 30 days later. And a couple of points, you know, what was the benefits that we saw? Number one is we saw an improvement in the innate immune system. It also improved the antioxidants of those calves. These are things that just help them deal with disease. And we saw significantly less pneumonia, ear infections, and also fewer scour cases. So I would like to just uh, show you this video uh, to take you through the, the details of this actual study. Have you ever considered just how health problems may originate in a calf? During an unborn calf's early development, trace minerals from the heifer or cow are delivered to the calf through the navel cord. Mineral imbalances in the heifer or cow caused by extreme heat, variable feed intake, and antagonists in feed and water can lead to trace mineral imbalances in both the cow and her calf. Treating pregnant dairy cows with Multimin 90 at dry off and 30 days before calving can help manage the threats posed by these trace mineral imbalances. The trace minerals zinc, selenium, copper, and manganese are vital in supporting a healthy immune system and optimal growth rates in young calves. However, the rapid growth rate that new calves experience during the first few weeks after birth and the fact that cow's milk is a poor source of trace minerals can quickly deplete their trace mineral levels, leaving them susceptible to scours, pneumonia, and ear infection. 
Multimin 90 is a fast-acting, injectable, chelated trace mineral treatment which contains selenium, copper, zinc, and manganese that helps replenish the trace mineral levels in calves during those critical stages immediately after birth. Researchers at Cornell University recently conducted a study that included 790 Holstein heifer calves. These calves were not deficient in trace minerals and passive immunity was successfully transferred to them from the mother cow through colostrum. All the calves were fed raw colostrum within 12 hours after birth and pasteurized milk was fed to them twice a day after that. Calf starter diets and water were offered starting at day 3 of life. A group of calves was treated with Multimin 90 as per label dose on day 3 and again on day 30 after birth. The study results showed that the Multimin 90 treated calves had higher antioxidant levels and more immune cells neutrophils were active and removing more bacteria from the body. Ultimately, Multimin 90 treated calves had lowered incidence of calf scours and also had a lowered combined incidence of pneumonia, ear infection with head tilt and dropped ear or both compared to the control group. More healthy calves means less antibiotic use, less overall treatment costs, and less time spent on treating sick calves. It also means that you're investing in healthy replacement heifers with better genetics for your dairy herd. Multimin 90 is available only by prescription. Talk to your veterinarian about using Multimin 90 to help ensure the health of your young calves. You can also visit our website at multiminusa.com for more information. The second part of the immune system is where we actually start messing with the immune system, where we're using vaccines and we're giving the recipe to the animal and saying, listen, this is a disease that we think you're going to be exposed to we would like for you to produce protection against this. So what I would like to share with you is how uh, we have several different studies from the University of Georgia, University of Florida, and West Texas A&M, where we evaluated the value of putting Multimin at the same time as your vaccine. And we evaluated both modified live vaccines, killed vaccines, and uh, I, I wanted to, to, and even intranasal vaccines. So I would like to focus on four big advantages uh, that were achieved by combining the Multimin 90 and the vaccine. Firstly, we've, we, we saw an earlier and a stronger vaccine response. So what does that mean, an earlier and stronger vaccine response? It just meant that the measurable components, be it antibodies or cell-mediated immunity, was, was measured to be there earlier than in cattle that just received the vaccine. And secondly, when we talk about a stronger vaccine response, it means that the amount of antibodies or the amount of cell-mediated activated cells were significantly higher. So what is the value of that? Well, it just means that in an animal with more antibodies, it can tie up more antigen, so it doesn't get overwhelmed as easily. We also found that more calves responded to the vaccine and what that means is in the population, in the groups that were vaccinated or the group that had vaccine and multimin, in the group that had vaccine and multimin, we had significantly more of those cattle that responded to the vaccines compared to just the vaccine. 
And that makes sense because if we provide the building blocks of the immune system and the fuel that it runs on, we should have more cattle that respond to it. And the value of having more calves respond to the vaccine is that we actually, in that population, you have less risk of disease transmission because we have more animals that are not going to get sick and won't perpetuate the disease. Now, where the rubber meets the road is where we actually make these cattle sick and we give them the virus against which we vaccinated them and we then see how they respond to that. And, and one of the significant things that we see is we definitely see fewer signs of disease after we challenge these cattle. And if they don't show uh, as much scours, runny nose, fever, you know, depression, they should theoretically eat more. And that's exactly what we found in a recent dairy calf study is that we actually see improved average daily gain in these challenged cattle is they actually do perform better than cattle that just had the vaccine. So there's definitely ample proof here uh, to motivate you to definitely consider combining multimanani uh, with vaccine in your vaccine program. So let's review a little bit how different cattlemen are experiencing this product in their operations. And the first uh, client I would like you to expose you to uh, is the combination of Guy and Kai Collier out of Bruno, Idaho. And basically, you know, they found that their baby calves, uh, when administered multimen at birth and branding, they definitely feel that it increases their immunity, improves their vaccination response, and they just aren't treating for sicknesses as aggressively. But let's let uh, Kyle Collier share the information with you. We run a registered Hereford and Angus operation here, and we, we calve around 500 calves total uh, each year, about, around 150 Angus calves and almost 300 uh, Hereford calves. We market our bulls primarily through our bull sale, uh, which is at the last Monday in February of each year. Also in the fall, we have a female sale. We first heard about Multiman by uh, in a magazine article and reading some uh, different trials. And when we saw the uses of Multiman, we thought it would be a good uh, mineral to incorporate into our program, primarily because what is in Multiman is exactly what we are deficient in in, in our area. Uh, we have a, a good oral mineral program in place here right now, but we feel that the use of multi-men since we've started using that has been able to increase our levels at the times of need and the times of stress. Uh, we feel that it's a, it's a program that works well in unison with an oral program. Prior to the use of multi-men, we saw a lot of Angus calves that had the red uh, tinge to their coat. And since we've been using multi-men at birth on, on all of our uh, newborn calves, uh, we have seen uh, none of that condition. Uh, we use multi-men on our baby calves when they're born and we feel that it's an important piece of the puzzle in terms of our protocol uh, to get the calves on into the branding season. Uh, we feel that the use of multi-men uh, when they're babies helps increase our immunity and treat less calves uh, through the springtime and through the kind of the harsher conditions of, of winter months. And once we get on into branding, we feel that 
because we have used multi-men when they're young that it makes our vaccination program uh, work stronger. We feel that the use of multi-men has uh, prepared the cattle more for a stressful situation that they might occur, whether it be environmental changes or by going through an auction or a sale or, or stressing the cattle in terms of transportation or whatever it might be. We feel that because of the use of multi-men that it has, it, it has prepared those cattle to, to meet those challenges that they might face. I would also like to uh, introduce you to Jonathan Lee from Inglewood, Tennessee. Uh, Jonathan actually runs a uh, third generation dairy farm. And um, as Jonathan says, after using Multima 90, they saw vast improvement in the overall health of their calves and heifers. So I'll let uh, Jonathan explain how they use Multima. Hello, I'm Jonathan Lee. We are in Inglewood, Tennessee today on my family dairy farm. I am a fourth generation dairy farmer here. My great-grandfather started the farm, worked with my father, my brother. We milk 375 Holsteins and 125 jerseys. We, we do all of our own replacements and steers for beef. Our biggest focus on this dairy is cow comfort and uh, herd health. We manage fresh cows very intensely for good repro. Repro is kind of the backbone of our operation. The sooner we get cows pregnant and keep them fresh, the more milk we, we produce here. We like to produce a high quality product. Somatic cells, we, like to, we try to keep them around 200,000. Our vet is very involved in repro. He post checking fresh cows, preg checking on a regular basis. We know that open cows cost us a lot of money. So anything we can do to improve that, we try to do it. Our vet introduced us to Multiman several years ago when we had a, a copper problem. Uh, we're very deficient in copper here in East Tennessee and copper and zinc, selenium and manganese really play a big role in reproduction. And that was the main reason we started and have saw really good results in, in calves and heifers from a health standpoint, the hair coats, overall health has, has really been a vast improvement. It's helped to decrease uh, the number of pink eye cases that we treat a year. That's one of the big things that we've saw. Uh, and we, we just feel like that by using Multiman, the, the cattle res respond to vaccinations a lot better because their immune systems are healthier. What we are currently doing with Multiman is all the baby calves get a shot at birth and then we're getting uh, three more shots a year in them. The one uh, very important one we feel like is pre-breeding. We use a program to track all of our herd records reproductive treatments, anything to do with the, the dairy cows and the replacement heifers. And we feel like since using Multiman, first service conception in heifers has went up about 11%. We use sex semen on all the heifers and with sex semen fertility is automatically going to be a little bit lower. We want to do everything we can to increase conception with, with sex semen. And we just now started incorporating it into our milk cows. Uh, trying to, we're giving it a dry off and pre-calving and pre-breeding. And anything we can do to get those cattle pregnant quicker uh, saves us a lot of money. Multiman's one of the things that you don't see the results overnight. Uh, it takes a little time for it to, to take effect in the herd. 
And so the biggest thing that we could visualize quickly was the hair-coated heifers. We had a lot of black animals that kind of had a reddish tint to them from a copper deficiency. And within a, within a few weeks, that really started turning. And so that was kind of one of the visuals we saw. So that, you know, we feel like that really has to be helping those animals. Multiman cost about $6 per animal per year. So we look at it as an investment uh, because the multiman injection seems to be more efficient to us than trying to, to feed the animal the minerals that you get from multiman. And finally, I'll turn you over to Bob Skinner out of Jordan Valley, Oregon. Uh, the calves are a lot healthier. We don't experience scour problems and we treat less. And I'll let uh, Mr. Skinner explain that. Right now we're running a uh, little over 1,500 cows on the Skinner Ranch. We're a totally uh, home-raised herd. The only cattle that we buy on this ranch are the breeding bulls. I was at a uh, National Cattlemen's Meeting in San Antonio, I believe, and Dave Microgard told me that there would be some real benefits in using multi-man on baby calves a 1cc injection right at birth. And uh, from there, we found out that those cattle were a lot more healthy. We went to where we're now trying to give every calf that we possibly can multi-men. We started using uh, multi-men in Northern Nevada because uh, we had a, a known selenium problem down there. And from that, we, uh, we certainly moved into more extensive use. The year that we administered uh, multi-man to the heifers calves, we discovered that those cattle were able to, uh, they were just a lot healthier cattle. And we just did not experience the, the uh, scour problem or other problems too. It just seemed like they were a lot healthier cattle. The heifers calves get a shot when they're born, just after they're born, within, usually within uh, 12 hours. The, the cow's calves, we cannot get to them. We just don't see them. They're scattered all over here. Those calves get a shot at branding. Uh, that's the quickest, that, uh, the quickest that we can get to them. They do get another shot of multi-men when we wean. We do use multi-men in, uh, in our cow herd, and we're finding that there is a benefit. Uh, there seems like those cows breed back better. And we also found that by giving our bulls uh, a shot of multi-men before, just before we turn them out, we really get a kick out of that. We look at multi-men more as a preventative measure than a treatment. And that's so important in uh, keeping these calves going because once you have to treat them, it seems like we just never get them back on track again. That's why we've uh, administered so much of it now. We started using Multiman about five years ago. I've definitely recommended Multiman to several people, and uh, and it's a it's a good product. Well, we sure feel that Multiman has been a real value to this ranch. And I think, in summary, from all of these 
the combination of data and the combination of real cattlemen, it is very obvious that prevention is not only better, but also cheaper than treatment. And I think it's valuable that, you know, you could consider making Multiman a core product in your calf health program. And I think it, you know, very often we don't recognize the true total cost of loss when cattle get sick. And if we look at a calf and we lose a calf, we not only have the total value of that calf that has disappeared from our operation, we actually have significantly earlier input costs that we have to eat because that calf is not going to bring an income and it's not going to dilute it out. So we have to buy a bull, we have to maintain that cow for a whole pregnancy, and then we lose that calf. Or if we AI and we use high-cost semen, that is also genetic value that you lose. If we look at scours by itself, you know, with scours, we have the cost of rehydration treatment. Very often we have an antibiotic involved. Uh, if the calf's really sick and inflammatories. But I think the, the most important thing for me is loss of growth because we're sitting that calf back significantly after a scour event. So it's going to be behind its herd mate. So we, we've already lost performance benefit and obviously the cost of labor. And if we, if we consider pneumonia exactly the same thing, there without an antibiotic, we'll lose that calf. Antibiotics are expensive. Uh, they're effective though, but they are a significant cost in treating an pneumonia case. Very often we have to put anti-inflammatories in there to get these cattle back on feed. Again, we lose growth because they go off feed. We have labor involved. So really we have cost of product, negative impact on performance and labor, which every time animals get sick, that is how much it costs us. So let's put into perspective, what does a, a dose of Multiman cost on a young calf? Uh, the dosage rate on Multiman in a calf is one cc per 100 pounds. And for a 100 pound calf, this product is gonna cost you 50 cents to administer that calf. So it is not a crazy expense to consider, especially combining with vaccine. Let's quickly review how the product is used. Let's just focus on the label. Always, always, always read the label of any product that you're gonna utilize. First point, stick to the label dose. If the label dose says under one year, one cc per 100 pound, do not exceed that dosage rate. Number two, where do we give this product? We administer it according to BQA principles on the side of the neck. This product goes by subcutaneous injection only, and we do not exceed seven cc's of product per injection site. Just one point, this product is very low viscosity. It is thinner than, it's thin as water. So when you inject this product, don't put it high and put another product underneath it. It'll run into that product. Always use Multiman as your lowest product because it'll run down. And uh, if you use it as your lowest product, it cannot get into contact with other products. And I think in summary, don't compromise your calf value. Talk to your veterinarian. Get a prescription for Multiman 90. It is a prescription regulated remedy. If you need more information, you can contact our office or you can access more information going to www.calfvalue.com or www.multimenusa.com. Thank you very much.